Hello and welcome to Remembering Your Best Friend, a podcast that helps you cope with the loss of your beloved pet. I'm Sam, your host. I want you to remember your best friend with a smile and a ton of memories, compassion, love and affection at this difficult time. So let's get started and stay strong. Hi, and welcome to episode seven of Remembering Your Best Friend. My name is Sam, and today we're going to talk about feeling the pain and how not to torture yourself. Before we start, like I always do, I want you to know I fully understand how you're feeling. I share your pain and solitude, and I also want to tell you that together we will get through this. So, feel the pain. To feel the pain, what does that mean? Well, certain people do not grieve. They either freeze or simply fail to show any sort of emotion, avoiding the important part of overcoming the whole process. If you catch yourself carrying on as normal, something you may even be able to do without much though, allow yourself to unwind and unpack your days and weeks. By settling in and pausing life, you might find the time to uncover these hidden sentiments. Whilst everybody suffers differently, feeling a certain degree of pain is always a logical and normal thing to endure. If you find yourself moving on too quickly, maybe getting another dog immediately, the grieving process may simply roll over into the future, elongating, stretching the process unnecessarily. So do not rush anything at this point. Again, whilst different people experience life differently, moving on too quickly may not be the best idea. Yes, you will feel lost and deeply saddened, but it's part of the healing process. Try not to rush anything. Try to feel the pain. Absorb. Make a conscious effort of pausing and accepting what you're going through at the moment. Try not to move on too quickly because that might bite you down the line. And I would like to talk to you about the abilities some people have and the ability you may have of torturing yourself more than more than necessary, to be perfectly honest with you. Most people are somewhat obsessive. Maybe not over one thing, but there's always something we tend to be obsessed about. There's healthy obsessions and there's very pernicious obsessions. And But this particular obsession makes us run towards that obsession so we can feed off it. If you and your pup you've to spend every night by the television after you had given them a few treats and belly rubs, and you had your clock set on 6pm so that the football will be full and so will the water. Do you think doing the same routine will help you when you're without your other half? Probably not. Maybe the best idea isn't to replicate your current routine minus one. Try to maybe alter your schedule. This is why finding some alternative may help 
in the short and medium term. Note, I am not encouraging you to avoid the usual routine you both have. This would simply park the grieving until a later date. The best way not to fall into a deep hole is to not stare at it closely. Whilst the pain must be suffered and is part of the healing process, torching yourself and going through the same feelings, emotions and replicating ad nauseum, play by play, everything you used to do, strikes me as not being the most productive thing you can do with your time. So try not to do it. If your evening time was three hours together, maybe going for a walk and undertaking another activity would be beneficial, leaving you with two hours of free time instead of three hours of free time. Do not forget we are social animals. Interactions is what differentiates us from other beings. It makes us sharper and better. And you might find useful chatting to people and being a little more sociable if you are of the close kind. By talking to other people, your brain will be forced to reply that differ from those you have with yourself at this time. It will force you to think, and that is good. It will help you move on from being on autopilot. Breaking up your routine, or maybe alter it slightly, is one of the best things you can do. However, do not make it worse. I am not your GP, and this should not constitute advice, as, in doubt, you should seek professional medical advice. Having said that, you do not make it worse by taking unnecessary drugs. Again, please refer to your GP if you feel like it's all too much, but taking things you normally take would probably result in a worse than normal experience overall. Drugs and other substitutes cannot become the go-to resource for coping with the loss of a pet. They may just make things worse for you. What can a healthy alternative be, you may ask? Well, it always shows up. It's good nutrition, good sleep and awareness. Good nutrition and hydration may prevent headaches and migraines whilst good sleep will help you overcome the sadness and emotional pain, keeping you strong and rested. Self-awareness will help you realise where you're at in terms of the whole process and may help you decide whether the need for anything extrinsic is really needed or just an excuse to seek an easier and short-term way out. Being self-aware can help you massively and is one of the best tips I can give you today. Knowing where you are emotionally and why you feel like that. But the one thing I want you to do at this moment is to look after yourself. The stress of losing a pet can quickly deplete your energy and emotional reserves. Looking after your physical and emotional needs will help you get through this difficult time. 
spend time face to face with people who care about you, eat a healthy diet, get plenty of sleep and exercise regularly to release endorphins and help boost your mood. This is Sam and it's been wonderful hearing from you. Thanks a lot for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. If you would, don't forget to share with anyone who might need to listen to the podcast. See you in the next one.